Welcome to the Kona Edge, where you'll discover what the best triathletes in the world do to give them the edge. Welcome on to this edition of the Kona Edge. I'm Brad Brown. It's good to have you with us. It's Tuesday, the 4th of July for the United States. Uh, happy Independence Day. I hope uh, you're having great celebrations. I spent uh, a couple of summers in the U.S. and the 4th of July celebrations were some of my favorite memories. Funnily enough, I uh, spent quite a bit of time in Alabama, of all places. And uh, if you're in the South, you've probably, you probably know about uh, Lake Martin and the big fireworks display that happens on, on Lake Martin with, uh, I'm trying to think it was at the Blount's uh, mansion, a big cotton mogul in the South of the United States who uh, the guy literally bought an island in the middle of Lake uh, Martin just so that he can shoot his fireworks off it on the 4th of July. Fantastic party and uh, yeah, absolutely uh, great memories. So uh, happy 4th of July to you if you are celebrating. And coming up on today's podcast, we're going to be chatting some nutrition. We catch up with James Burke once again. Before we do that, though, if you've been listening to the podcast over the last few weeks, you've probably heard me talking about S-Fuels. And you know what it's like every now and again, a new product uh, comes along. And uh, yeah, it's all the rage. And I can tell you now, S-Fuels is the rage right now because for far too long, triathlon nutrition has been pretty much the same old, same old. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. All these sugar-laden bars and drinks uh, you throw in a little bit of salt and a little bit, a uh, little bit of caffeine, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. Sound familiar? Well, for the last three years, a new company called Spike Free have been developing and testing several endurance sport products. They're designed to train your body to use fat for fuel, which enables you as a triathlete to go longer and thereby avoiding the dreaded spike or bonk or hitting the wall, whatever you want to call it, okay? They contain no sugar, no honey, no syrups, no sugar alcohols. There's no wheat, oats, or cheap protein either, which also helps you avoid gut and GI distress, which is very, very common in endurance sport. The product is called S-Fuels, and more and more triathletes are starting to use them. And the good news is, so can you. S-Fuels was recently launched in the ultra-running space, and the response has been phenomenal. If you're in the United States, okay, and you'd like to try out S-Fuels, all you need to do is click on the link in your podcast player or in the show notes to this episode of The Cone Edge, and they will send you a free box. The good news is they're going to throw in shipping as well, so it's absolutely free. Go check it out. Click on that link right now. Alternatively, if you're driving, don't click on the link, okay? All you need to do as soon as you're done is SMS or text the word S-Fuels to 4422. That's S-F-U-E-L-S to 44222, and they'll, or we'll send you the details right back on how you can get your box, okay? That's S-F-U-E-L-S to 44222. Coming up next here on the Cone Edge, it's time to head to the Coach's Corner. It's time for today's Coach's Corner. If you're an athlete looking for a coach, it doesn't matter where you are in the world, we've got access to some of the best triathlon and Ironman coaches around if you'd like to find out more, uh, hook up with one of our coaches, whether you need help with a swim, bike, run, or nutrition, all you have to do is head over to thekonaedge.com forward slash coaching. You can get all the details there. Check out all the coaches that uh, we've got access to. And don't forget, too, if you are a coach and you would like to get access to uh, the podcast and get uh, a bit of a plug on the podcast, all you have to do is head over to that same URL, okay? It's thekonaedge.com forward slash coaching. Uh, scroll down to the bottom of the page and you can get all the details there. So that's thekonaedge.com forward slash coaching.
Time to chat some nutrition. We head back to Wisconsin. James Burke joining us now. James, welcome back onto the Cone Edge. It's good to good to catch up. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me back. James, let's talk nutrition. We we haven't really touched on it uh, much. Your your sort of overall sort of approach to nutrition. Let, let's not talk race nutrition just yet, but uh, how do you approach things from a nutrition point of view overall? Yeah, so I I, I would say in general I, I I'm healthy eater and and you know try and watch uh try and watch what I put into my to my body, but um I, I don't do anything kind of crazy. I, I I would say I I I live a very uh kind of basic uh nutritional lifestyle. I, I have some eggs in the morning, maybe some oatmeal and then um try and be sensible throughout the day and, and have snacks as I go and get hungry because you know certainly you're burning a lot of calories and, and and you got the appetite. Yeah, and I mean that's one thing with with training for an Ironman, particularly when you you in sort of peak training, it's it's difficult to decide if you're still hungry or hungry again. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I one of the things that that has amazed me is, you know, even with with the volume of training that I that I've done, if I don't watch what I'm eating, I I, I don't necessarily gain weight, but it certainly doesn't come off, and and I have a a, a pretty long off season uh, to kind of. Uh, clear my thought and so I usually uh, you know put on a few pounds and and those pounds don't come off until I start really focusing on, on what I'm what I'm putting into my body not just what I'm uh, sweating off it's 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 quite an interesting point you make there because funnily enough that's something that I I struggle with too is is when when you're not training necessarily as hard you do tend to like you say put on a put on a few pounds do you do you follow a, a specific sort of way of eating whether it be low carb high fat or or is it generally whole foods and try and keep it as healthy as possible yeah i, I so i have to credit my uh my, my nutrition for my wife who does you know the majority of the cooking and the shopping but uh yeah i would say it's it you know my my nutritional background is is you know whole foods and and um you know kind of health conscious without being so we don't do high fat i don't try and limit carbs um you know there's times where i'll i'll try and reduce the number of carbs that I'm having if, if, you know, I, I haven't been training, but, um, I would say it's, it's, it's probably fairly well-rounded and then I've got a bit of a sweet tooth. So I need to watch that, uh, kind of throughout the year. As far as training and, and race nutrition, are you pretty much set in your ways? Have you figured out what works for you? Or are you one of those that, that likes tinkering and tweaking and experimenting? Uh, I, I'm definitely continuing to, to tweak and experiment. I, I would say it's, it's, it's probably less tinkering and more trying to figure it out. Um, that, that's, I would say race nutrition and, and, you know, even training nutrition has been, um, the, the biggest wild card and thing that I continue to invest time and energy into, to learning and, and developing, uh, by and large, I have a, a I guess a, 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 pretty solid gut. And so I don't get a lot of, um, you know, GI issues and races, but I, I also can tell when I'm, um, right at the edge of, of completely bonking. And so. Um, trying to figure out the right mix of, of you know carbs and sugars and uh, throughout the races is, is I I continue to to toy with that and tweak with that and and uh, go on with with the best race plan that I can. What's the biggest nutrition mistake you've made, sort of in training or in racing? Uh, in in training, uh, I the probably the biggest mistake is not taking nutrition on big like brick workouts and getting done and being completely depleted of, uh, of sugars and kind of bonking when I get home and I have to be a a parent and a, and a husband. So, um, 
I've, I've gotten better at, you know, if I'm going to be out for, for an hour and a half to take, um, you know, nutrition and maybe take a gel, uh, throughout because, uh, before I was, I was not doing that and I'd get done and I'd, I'd be worse off uh, than, than before. And have to just actually clutch out on the, on the sofa. I'm sure as, as far as sort of your race strategy goes and nutrition, talk, talk me through race day and, and how are you pretty deliberate? Do you, do you watch the clock and go, I need to take this at that time? Or, or how do you, do you just, play it by year and see how you go i i would say i have a general plan going in so i i know that when i when i get off the swim i'm gonna i'm gonna take um you know a nutritional drink and, and try and get some electrolytes back in and then uh, i try and get solids uh a little bit of solid in because i i i feel like um i race better if i've got something in my gut um and so i'll try and get some solids on the bike and particularly in and early on in the first you know 50 miles or so and then as the bike goes on, my uh, appetite for, for anything but um, gels kind of diminishes. So, And then when I get to the run, I, uh, I, I don't do it based on time, but I do it based on feel. And so I'll, I'll have an idea going in of, of what I'd like to do at each aid station. And if there's an aid station every mile, I've, I've got a, a, you know, a fairly good idea of trying to get in a, a banana or an orange and um, mixed with electrolytes and water. And then the gels, I kind of go by feel. Um, but having said all of that, I would tell you that um, every run is a little bit of a of a wild card in terms of what I do because I, I, I certainly adjust to the conditions and how I'm feeling and, and what I think I need at the time. Well, post-race nutrition is uh, often not a better meal after an Ironman. What, what, what can you eat your body weight of after, after finishing an <laughs> Ironman? Uh, I, I would say probably my most enjoyable meal is uh, – is a, a a burger, fries, and a and a large beer. So, <laughs> usually do have a celebratory uh, uh, beer afterwards. Hopefully, not just one. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, James, it's been great catching up. Uh, thank you so much for sharing your journey with us here on the Cone Edge. Much appreciated. We look forward to following your your progress to to seventy point three worlds uh, later on this year in Chattanooga, and then uh, obviously Ironman Florida and to Kona and beyond uh, in twenty eighteen. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks. And that's it for another edition of the Kona Edge. And uh, a massive thank you to our sponsor today. If you're in the U.S., you can get yourself a free box of S-Fuels bars sent directly to you. All you need to do is click on the link in the podcast player or on the show notes below this episode of the Kona Edge or simply text the word S-Fuels. That's S-F-U-E-L-S to double four triple two. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Kona Edge. Nutrition is key to put in world-class performances. Register now for our upcoming free online nutrition seminar on the KonaEdge.com slash nutrition seminar.